podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Reaction to Hibernian Now Rangers 3 here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am Scott Carney and after the day I have had, that was bloody tremendous, so it was. Uh, I am joined by Ryan Haymarch. That was, that was, that was good to me, wasn't it? That was quite nice. It was very good, very good and obviously the only reason I'm here is because a certain Mr Yilmaz scored and I wouldn't even be on the pod tonight, Carney. <laughs> Very fitting, yes, mate. Very, very good. Very, very, it is very fitting that you're on the post match tonight, mate. Very fitting. I was trying to get the cardboard cut out down, but it's, 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 it's still up in the bedroom. No, it's in the garage. It's in the garage. Um, <laughs> no, very happy this evening. Rangers get three points uh, and, and down the road or across the road, shall we say? Across the road, yes, west, the western road, west along yeah. the road, yes, that would be nice. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with a lot of that tonight. I really am. I, a lot of that, I am, I'm particularly pleased with. Um, I couldn't have asked for much, for much more. You'd literally just said it before we went to, to go uh, recording there, mate. That you could have looked at that as the pressure being on Rangers tonight, um, and I think that's pretty true. I think this was a game that we had to win. I, we didn't care really, even when we came off here um, after Monday night, when we did club deck corner, we were like, we just want to win. Like, every single one of us said it. We, uh, you and I predicted 3-0. I can't remember if anybody else did, but I know you and I predicted 3-0, so I'm taking it. I'm taking it even though the fourth one, I mean, it's a bit... It depends what way the ruler is when they draw on the line. I'm a bit oh, not 100% sure about that. But anyway, we will get into things, mate. And well, maybe be a wee bit different tonight the way I do a, a kind of club reaction because I think the I think the performance itself and Clement and there's a lot of, lot of things need discussed tonight. And I'm not going to try and cram it all in. I won't, but I know I'm going to go off on tangents anyway. Um, the starting 11 tonight, uh, Butland, Tavernier, Suter, Balligan, Ridvan, Lundstrom, Raskin, Cantwell, McCausland, Matondo, and he went with Silva up top. Again, mate, there isn't real shocks in the team. It's just what of the players that are available is he going to pick? Yeah, I was. I think Ali Ali called the team as he was quick to say on the chat. So Silva gets the the starting starting nine position and um, didn't didn't disappoint for me. Um, obviously, made another couple of changes, but they were expected. But yeah, I was happy with the starting lineup. I was happy to see Dessers out, although that's probably harsh looking back on what he did later on in that game today. But I was happy with the lineup, and yeah, I want to see a bit more of Fabio Silva up front, especially after this evening. Yeah, yeah, I thought there was a lot, a lot of bits of silver tonight that I thought, hmm, that's much more kind of like it. And I think it, it's clear to see that he's had the the training camp with the team now. He's beginning to understand his teammates. You can see what he's going to hopefully bring to the team going forward. And the only thing he didn't do tonight for me was score. Really, I think he looks very intelligent. Uh, he looks like a very smart player. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with watching him tonight. In the game itself, I did miss the first kind of six or so minutes just due to not getting in until that time but very quickly caught up uh, uh, thanks to your beautiful beautiful put together voice note mate I won't lie you did catch me up pretty quickly there was an early stop from Butland that I seen at half time um, and your post Hibernian got in quite quick and I suppose I'll 
I'll, I'll probably go off on a tangent a bit here. Butland was called into action numerous times tonight. But I also think that that's a... I kind of, not an afterthought, I kind of, a, 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 I can't think of the word, the word will come back to me in a second, but it's a, it's, it's something that is happening due to the way that Clement wants to play football. We were very attacking tonight, very attacking, very high up the pitch, winning the ball high. The pressure was pretty constant throughout. And tonight for me was like, this is the real marker of where Clement wants us to get to. I don't think it's, perfect. I don't think it's completely finished yet. I think the personnel that he'll want to bring in will have a massive part in how he wants to play football. But for me tonight, probably the clearest I've seen under Clement so far is we are not going to show these teams too much respect because ultimately, no disrespect to them, they don't deserve it. We are better than them. Let's go and do our thing. And I thought tonight, with the saves that Butland was making, that's that's what's going to happen when you are attacking like that. But that's also why you have Jack Butland in goal. Yeah, I think it reflects perfectly on our conversation um, on Monday night in terms of trying to put these kind of games to bed in the sense of them being scar tissue, being scared of going to Easter Road or the tawdry places like that. I, I think we're starting to see that Clement sees these fixtures as, yeah, you respect an opponent to a certain point, but we're here to win and we're here to constantly win, um, go for the win. And we're here to control the game as well. And I think previous managers who have been at Rangers before Clement maybe didn't didn't do that. That maybe wasn't their their, their uh, mindset. And it should be it should be when you're a Rangers manager. Anywhere you go in Scotland, you should be thinking we're going here to win. And, and I, I mean that if it comes across arrogant, I'm sorry, but that's what's Rangers won Rangers trophies for, for, for years. So I'm seeing it, Carly, and. I'm finding it hard to to kind of, you know me. I'm a glass mm. is, is half empty, so <laughs> it's it's very hard. It's a hard place for me to be and be so positive about the manager, but I constantly praise him because I can see the changes. I can see the he's told them to direct to pass the ball direct. We are moving up the the pitch in three passes, Carly. The passes across the pitch are not happening anymore. The horseshoe football is not happening anymore. Yes, you're correct. It's not perfect yet. It'll be about personnel. That management team have made a huge change to that to that team and winning a fixture like tonight, which was a pressure game that I would have seen Rangers maybe drop or maybe draw or, or just not not put the performance in previously. I think it shows us a, a slide in mentality slightly. And I think that it can only be good for these Rangers players who are at Rangers at the moment. But I am excited about the future. I take someone not a not to get too far ahead of ourselves, I know it's a post-match after a game in January, but I text someone tonight, eh, a kind of close friend, and I said, if not this season, next season, I feel very confident with this manager. I just can see the differences made in this team. Yeah, and even the 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 when it, when it is cross-field passing and we're having to do that, which you're going to have to do in games, it's going to happen but we're missing out guys and it's direct balls and it's fast balls to them. And it's, it's, it's played with purpose. It's not passing for passing sake. It's everything about it. The directness of it, the attacking um, kind of tactical sense that he's putting onto the team to, to get forward, to get in their faces, to win the ball high, to not let them settle at all. Tonight is the first real time that I've thought that's it. This, this is, this is, this is what Clement's trying to build, and I'm saying, mate, I'm extremely excited about that. I really am. I think, the... yeah, carry on. When you go, sorry, I didn't interrupt you so quickly. Sorry, 
I think even with the addition of Diamondi, it looks like it's imminent that this is about to happen in the next couple of days. With what I've, I know what I've seen of him, I get that, but he looks like a guy that's going to be very much box to box as well. And to fit that style of play of what we're doing, you can see even more so why he's going to be, or why he's the type of player that Clemence wants to bring in. What were you going to say? Yeah, I think I think you'll get. The kind of comments I've made there, and they're big shouts, and I get that, but I think you'll get people in the comments saying, calm down, it's Hibs, blah, blah, blah. I do get that. I know what people are saying. Hibs are, for me, quite a poor team, but it's the it's the, it's the attitude. It's the attitude, Carly, for me, the constant, let's go and attack, let's go for a goal, and it is relentless. You can see they're constantly going in. You can see it with Tavernier, players who, were they possibly guilty of playing the safe pass a lot? Yeah, they were. I can see his game's changed. I texted you in a chat tonight and said, this early crossing is not happening with him anymore. He's playing a different game for me. Mm-hmm. And that it's that mentality, Carly, and that attitude that he's implemented. And this is what needs to continue for the rest of the season because it is only one game tonight. But you're seeing it every game. You're seeing this direct passing, this mentality of, let's win this game. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, def- I think, uh, look... If people are going to criticise me for being happy about the fact that we've crossed a potential banana skin tonight with confidence, really, um, then I don't think, I'm not going to take criticism for that. My team have won convincingly tonight and I'm very happy with what I'm seeing under this new manager. I'm going to enjoy that. It is what football is. It was what being a Rangers fan is to me when we're good. I'm bloody happy about it. but the game itself, there was a few early chances. Silva could have scored, Matondo could could have scored, but it was your man Yelmaz, mate, that got us off the mark. Very well taken goal here, mate. It really is. He's uh he's really coming on to a game just now. Yeah, he's playing well. He's like I, I know we'll have a wee joke about whatever because I like him, but I do think from an attacking point of view, I think he offers so much more than Borna Barris. I think Borna Barris, which as I said last Friday on the at the, the Loudon is a kind of one-trick pony. He's got a beautiful left cross, uh, left-footed cross on him. I don't think he offers much more. Yomaz offers this inside run, outside run, tidy with the ball at his feet. He could play left wing if he wanted. He just his confidence has grown as well. He looks to be enjoying his football. Great run from him. Brilliant finish. If it was born a Barris, he should have passed the ball back to Jack Butland. <laughs> the credit for me, the credit does have to go to John Lundstrom because it is a beautifully weighted pass to him. Um, and yeah, Yilmaz finishes it great, mate. Just thunder blast at the back and we're off to a flyer. Yeah, Hibs, after that, Rangers controlled the game, I thought, probably for the next kind of 10 minutes or so and then to maybe or maybe 8 minutes or so and then towards the end of the half Hibs came back into it a little bit there was a chance where Butlin saved down at his near post and then there was a, a header from a set piece as well that just went by the post and I was like right oh, hang on hang on a minute here and the group the group chat started to heat up mate we were discussing different players Todd Cantwell being one of them Raskin being one of them both who I, who I will say in the first half for me didn't offer enough up until the next part of my body about to talk about but Raskin didn't look on it for me at all he looked well short of the pace and yeah there wasn't really much happening from Cantwell there was bits of play that he was trying to bits of combination play that he was trying to do with McCausland and Silva in particular I thought oh that's not far away but it's still not there so you'll not remember them Mm -hmm. if that makes sense they're just not quite there and then what a hit son what a hit from the edge of the box mate 
this this is why the Rangers support are so harsh on Todd Cantwell because we know that's in there. But that finish, mate, superb, superb. And that was just after he took out the Hibs manager by his, uh, on the touchline. He did go down kind of when he, he when you seen the replay of that he looked like he was kind of holding his groin as if he had just took a wee twang. But he carried on, mate, and scored that goal. So that was a peach. It was a it was a great finish. Um, I was going to say I don't remember Todd Cantwell coming off the bench um, to actually hit the shot, but yeah, he did start the game. Uh, didn't have his best game, Todd Cantwell. He's we all know he's struggling at the moment, but I mean, what a strike it is! But as you say, that is what he's capable of. More please, Todd, because he has got it, and I do want to speak about him Friday. I want to get into a bit more detail, but. I was pleased for him to get his goal and I was pleased for him to kind of give it the, the ears over the hands over the ears because he's getting criticism from me, from a lot of Rangers support, but he's getting it tight from the away support, there's no doubt about it in the opposition. So yeah, I'm hoping he, he I'm hoping it's not a sore one. I'm hoping he's not um, out for too long. But he needs to kick on, can't well, we know that. Um but he's come up with a big moment, can't he? Because we're always going about getting that second goal. It's all right, get up one nil. He scored a second goal at a really important time in a fixture like that because you don't want to lose the next goal and give the, the opposition emphasis get into the uh, momentum get into the second half. And yeah, great goal. And it's an absolute another thunder blaster because um we don't score enough goals like that, can we? I am always mm. criticizing our team for not scoring goals like that. We don't shoot enough from outside the box. You're absolutely correct. And I, I, I agree. I think the, the goal knocked the wind out the sails of Hibs a little bit because they did look like they were trying to get back in it. But I, that's another thing about this Rangers team that I'm going, I'm liking this. I'm liking this attitude of we, we we're not going to stop playing the game for 45 minutes. We, we So many times we've seen lulls happening and we've seen Rangers... Previous Rangers teams would have been happy just to hold out there to get to half time at one 0 but no. As soon as we're back up the park, we create a chance for ourselves and Cantwell finishes beautifully. And to go into that half, where I didn't think we were perfect in the first half, I really don't. But I, I, I still thought we're two nil up, we're two nil up, and I've got a wee bits of criticism about the way the team have played. That's positive signs. That really is positive signs. I, I was very happy with it. Um, into the second half, we did make two changes. Raskin and Cantwell both came off, and Sterling and Lawrence came on. Raskin just didn't look at it, mate, really. And Cantwell's, a, I'm going to hope, a precaution because after that goal, you would have thought he would have kept him on um, to see if he could have kicked on in the second half. So I'm presuming that's a precaution. You, you would never know. Uh, but Raskin, not at it today. No, Raskin wasn't on it again today. He gets a bye for me and he will get a bye for for a good few weeks yet because he's been out for so long, Carney. I think definitely, it'll be difficult definitely. for him to get back up to, to pace, match sharpness, if you want to call it that. Um, his distribution sometimes was off. I do worry about him for the rest of the season in terms of uh, Diamande or Diamande, whatever you want, how you want to pronounce it, him coming in because if he's that kind of centre mid, box to box, there's only one centre mid getting dropped in that, in that and it's not John Lundstrom because of the way no. he's playing at the moment. Um, totally make me eat my words. We'll come to him. Like, <laughs> we will yeah, come to him. <laughs> I like to see it. I like to see it, Carney. You know, it's not the first time or the last time that I'll eat my words. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think the only midfielder that will get dropped at the moment is Raskin. And it's probably the worst time for another a new midfielder to come in or a new signing to come in because he hasn't played well and he is struggling to get up to pace. But let, let's hope he kicks on. Let's hope it Let's hope it doesn't last with Raskin and, and he, can, uh, he gets up to pace, mate, because there is a player in him as well. Um, but it looks um, it looks as if he'll be up against it if this boy comes in the next day or two. 
Yeah, and especially if he hits the ground running. I've, I like Raskin as a player, I do. I'm not being overcritical on him, I just didn't think he, he wasn't really at it today. And you, you will get um, he will get some leeway for the fact he's coming back at, off an injury. There's absolutely zero doubt about that. I'm not saying anything. We all have off days at the office. That's for sure. And today, just, he, he couldn't really get himself into the game. Or maybe it was the pace of the game. I'm not 100% sure. But um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what comes of the camp. Well, and I hope it's not. Ugh, please don't be an injury. Do you know what I mean? The guy goes and scores a goal and then he's out for four weeks it would just be the most Rangers thing in the world it really would but we'll, we'll see what happens at the second half as I say Rangers Rotondo with a chance early on that hit the side netting and then a save from Jack Butland that is just out of this world it really is <laughs> and you've seen how much it meant him as well as soon as it got squared across the box I thought oh god it's going to be 2-1 somehow Jack Butland gets himself in front of it and saves it I'm running out of ways to praise this man but I I am in love with him, I think. <laughs> yeah, the, see, when you, see when you're looking for a replacement of somebody's stature like Alan McGregor, and we've managed to get somebody like Jack Butland, who is he, he's, he's ticking every single box, mate. Absolutely every single box. He gets it. He wants to be here. He's so committed. He's in the right place at the right time. He makes a big saves when he has to, etc., etc., etc. Rangers just need to do their best to hold on to this guy. I mean, he's bloody gorgeous, Carney. Uh, he is. He well. is very good looking. He is. He's bloody gorgeous. <laughs> uh, Rangers have been criticised for their transfer dealings, um, and rightfully so, uh, past few seasons. But by God, they have got it right with a uh, with Alan McGregor mm. replacement because what a signing he is. He's he's a joke, an absolute joke. He's signing. He's too good for Scottish football. He should be playing the Premier League. I have no doubt about that. He could play Premier League or any league. Uh, he is that good and. He's a joy to have between the sticks and the passion he shows as well. Like you see him when you, you, you're the same as me, you go to the games and you see him off the ball roaring at the players constantly if they let a cross in or I love it. I love his passion for it. He's desperate to win things. Comes across a really nice guy, professional in interviews and he's just, he's everything I want in a goalkeeper. I just want him he retires calmly. He's a fantastic <laughs> goalkeeper, and it looks like we've done it again in the, in the transfer market in terms of goalkeepers because it is a Rangers thing to do. We buy very, very good goalkeepers, and um, yeah, he's just fantastic. Tech. He comes up with big moments. He comes up with big moments, and that was a big moment because we're up 2 0. Hibs probably weren't in it. We are attacking every time we get the ball. And they cut us open, and that ball falls to that boy. I, I'm sorry, I don't know the boy's name, but it falls to him just inside the box. And I'm the same as you, I'm like two one. And then you don't know, do you? Do the Rangers play a freeze a wee bit, or do they come back? You don't know, but he comes up with that save. And as soon as he made the save, I was like, yeah, we're winning tonight. And that's what big goalkeepers do. And he's just, oh, he's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. He's bloody marvellous. So he is, he really is. Right. Uh, he is marvellous. And I've just thought of the word that I was looking for at the end. The consequence of Rangers playing attacking football is you will, you're going to concede chances. But that's why you have Jack Button in goal. That was the point I was mm -hmm. trying to make right at the start. The word just came to me. But that, that's, that is it. The consequence of us being so attacking and not showing Hibs too much respect. Maybe just the, the respect they maybe deserve. But after that, it's all about us. It really is all about us. And uh, Jack Button is just... Ah, he's just he is just tremendous. There's no really a great word for it. He is the only thing to come out of Michael Beale that I am thankful for, really. Um well, maybe not. We'll come on to another guy shortly. Uh, we we make a we make a double change. Um 
Uh, we'll make two changes, really. We're about five minutes, three or four minutes apart. Scott Wright comes on for McCausland and Dessers comes on for Silver. Before we come to the Nigerian nightmare, um, Silver, uh, a lot of today I liked. I did, and you can see what he's trying to do. I still don't think he's a number nine. I still don't think that's his out and out position. I think the. The idea of what it looks like just now anyways when Cantwell and Silva are on, they'll kind of interlink and cross and change positions and give the defenders something to think about, cause a bit of confusion. Almost playing like two false nines to a sense. To a sense. Maybe a false nine crossed by a ten, something along the lines of that. But you can see them, both of them are working hard to link up with each other. But for a... a a proper debut, I would call that, because he's had time with the team. He's had he's had time with the the, the manager. I, he's also been at the training camp. I I'm I'm pretty positive about what I've seen from him tonight, and I think the only thing, as I said earlier, is he's probably unlucky that he didn't get himself a goal. Yeah, he's 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 settling in quick because as soon as you've been written off by the Rangers support, you're pretty much settled <laughs> in, um, yeah. and he has been by quite a few people already. But um, I thought he had a good game tonight, Carney. I thought his link-up play, as you say, was really good. I thought he was always looking to go on the ball. I liked the thing that him and Cantwell were try- trying to do. It didn't come off all the time, but the crossover thing, I totally agree with you. They're trying to play maybe as a, a pair of false nines, and and I like it because this season, uh, already, at the beginning of this season, we saw nothing at times up front. We saw no identity. We saw no partnerships uh, forming. So for him to come in so early and look as if he, he might fit in there after that was that his first is that his first start? I think that's his first start, isn't it? His first um, proper start, so, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, he's shown promise and that's all I want for a new signing. Um sometimes it can take new signings six months a year to settle in, Carney. So let's just see how he goes. Personally, I would just I would stick with him just now if we're gonna until we sign a striker, I would stick with him just now, just because I think his link up play appears to be better than uh, the Nigerian nightmare. Um, so <laughs> we're going to we're get it in the neck for saying this. We're going to get yeah. it in the neck. Um, but I think I think that he has nailed that position down because of his link-up play tonight because he's bringing players in. Um, so I, I would stick with him. But yeah, he had a positive game. And yeah, the only thing that was missing from his performance was a goal. And we come to the man, the myth, the enigma that is Cyril Dessers. Uh, Look, if this goal scored in the English Premier League, generally, mate, I think it's everywhere. I think it goes viral. I really do think it goes viral. He's on the park about two seconds, mate. We all think he's going to hit the trigger. The ball comes in from the tondo. We all think he's going to hit the trigger, probably put it wide or hit the post or deflect it off someone. And he reverse shoots it. If you like rolling across the ground, completely wrongs, wrong foots the defenders, the goalkeeper. The defender nearly gets back to it, but he's never catching it. It's into the net, and we all go, wow. And Jamie Mackay goes apoplectic because he said 10 goals and he's already at three. This is a tremendous goal, mate. This this isn't that's not that's not a fluke. That's not he knows exactly what he's doing there. And to come on the park and make an impact like that. Lawrence who? Sorry, Lawrence who? Aye. It's the most bizarre goal <laughs> because, 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 because of who it is, right? And I'm taking it, I'm not taking it away from him because it's a fantastic finish. It's arrogant. It's unexpected. It's caught everybody in the stadium. I would go as far as saying the world off guard. <laughs> He's pressed the wrong button on the PlayStation controller and... <laughs> 
it's listen, it's oh. unbelievable what a finish and uh, you've got to take your hat off to him. He's he's getting the chin from everyone at the moment, um, apart from the the lady that we had asking questions to me. That's right. Uh, at, the, at the live night, fair play to her. She must be sitting there going, "What are you saying now?" And you're right, I do not know what to say. But it's a brilliant finish, Carly. If that is. Lauren Shankland, or even let's go higher if that is Harry Kane or whatever you want to go with it. Um, that is praised everywhere because it is very, very cute and confident and arrogant and fantastic. It's a great, great finish by Cyril Tessers and he deserves applause for it. Um, more of that as well, please. Yes, exactly. But then he gets a, a chance for his through on goal where you think all you need to do is put it to the side of the keeper and score and he hits the keeper. And you're like, <laughs> what is this guy? What is this guy? But look, the the, the stats that are with uh, Dessers, if if he was free, we would be... And at this point was made by Chris Rangers on Twitter. I said it in the last pod, but it's so true. We would be singing his praises about that's free bit, great bit of business, blah blah. But because we spent money on him, and ultimately he still has the misses in him. Morelos had misses in him. Do you know what I mean? Morelos always had been Morelos. Apart from Morelos, was hitting purple when you knew he was hitting the purple patch. You thought any chance he gets, he's scoring. Uh, and uh, fair enough, it didn't happen very often. But right now, Dessers is contributing. And I can't ask really anymore for the guy. And he is getting it for stick for left, right and centre, myself included. But that goal is, uh, I guess that's just brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. It was one of the ones where you're going, <laughs> like you laughed at it almost about how good it was. But uh, I'm, I'm chuffing him. I generally am chuffing him. A tremendous goal. Really, really was. Um, but then, as I say, pretty much after that, I thought Rangers, the game was well and truly done. Uh, and then we, we get to the, the VAR incident, mate, where it was ruled off for offside as Lawrence tucked the ball into the net. Now, look, if VAR says it's offside, I suppose we have to back it or else what we all, what we all doing here. It's so unbelievably tight. I mean, like, ridiculously tight. The lines are literally on top of each other and... I don't know, mate. I just had my blue tinted glasses on where I'm going, how can you really call that? How can you actually really call that? Because it looked bang level to me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, "That's he's onside there. He's, that's, it's it's a goal, but it was ruled out. What's your opinion of it, mate? But to me, I'm like, mm. And to be honest, now that we've got through all the glory of tonight, McLean is a shocking referee. I mean, a truly, truly oh. terrible ref. I think Rangers should have had a penalty in the first half. I'm not really sure how Silver's fouled the defender. The defenders definitely pulled down Silver. We didn't get it. And there was one where he should have booked a um, Hibs boy in the middle of the park. Uh, and then he also shouted at Clement for Cantwell getting flung into the Hibs manager, which I thought was a nice touch, I suppose. But um, yeah, the VAR instant, mate, and McLean is a shocking ref. The VAR instant, when I first saw the replay and I saw Tom Lawrence kind of pulling out his celebration, they put the replay up and, and then the commentator on the television I was watching kind of caught up about, I don't know, about an hour later that it wasn't a goal. Um, <laughs> once showed the replay, I thought, he's on he's on side here. Oh, I was no. like, he's on side. And when I thought that when it went to VAR, I was like, yeah, that'll, that'll be a goal for us. When they called it offside, I was like, here we go, they'll show, they'll show the lines, they've drawn the lines and and then when you see the lines, you're like, yeah, that shows you the line is offside. But it's so tight, Carney. Like, so it's so tight. tight. And I'm not, I know, I know you'll get people in the comments going, I bet he is just offside. Okay. But it's like, these lines mean nothing to me when it's that tight because 
I can't really work out how the lines work, if, if that makes sense. I'm looking at the boy's foot, I'm looking at Lauren's foot. Is it just a head? I don't know. Like, I can't, you just, it's so tight. And and they cover themselves with the lines, I get it. I'm not saying there's any conspiracy or anybody working against Rangers, but it's just, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't work for me. This, when it's so tight like that, it does not work for me. And um, I, Tom, unfortunately, Tom Lawrence didn't get the goal and it was a cute finish. As for Steve McLean, he joins the rest of them. He joins oh, the rest so of them. And this goes both ways, Carly. There was Phil's I saw for for um, for Hibs tonight. Hibs. Um, a couple of pullbacks from, I can't remember, was it Lundstrom? He got caught. I can't remember. Something in the middle of the park and, and Steve McLean just waved on. And I was like, well, that was a foul. That was 100% <laughs> a foul. And it's, yeah. like, it's right in front of him. And I don't know how he's not seen it. Or he's just a poor... Listen, well, we could have this conversation every pod. There's not many of them that I'm thinking to myself. Do you know he's he's decent to be fair to him? Nah, he's the poor referee and um, didn't have a great game, but it was good for him to catch up with with Clement. Aye, yeah, nice of him to do so. Yeah, whatever we're talking about. Um, look, it, it wasn't to be for. Um, doesn't bother me too much because I got the score prediction right. So at least Ali's not getting all the praise tonight for getting the team right. Um, I'm I'm happy, but I think I don't know if you know if he said three now either. He probably did. You know what? He probably did. I'm not here the end of it. But no, I, I am. Uh, I'm very happy with what I've seen from Rangers tonight. I thought we were good. I thought the second half, the way we controlled the game in the second half, I thought was very very good. Uh, the the passing, the direct passing, the attack and play, the combinations that were working on you can see that we're working on are nearly there they're not far away and uh, yeah there's not much that um that i can be too negative about tonight i honestly thought rangers were rangers were good for it and thoroughly deserved of the win um, my man of the match first of all mate i'll go first as mr john lundstrom seeing that second half mate that is the john lundstrom that i want in my football team he broke up everything absolutely everything even when we were in the attacking third he was still the outpass but he wasn't in like the center circle he was attacking he was in the final third for to be that out ball the way he moved the ball was great the way he helped us retain possession the way he helped win possession for me just excellent it's what you want from that role and that as a midfielder the kind of box-to-box midfielder that he's playing uh, I thought Lundstrom was tremendous tonight yeah I thought there was a lot of a lot of sevens and eights out of ten on the pitch tonight I think we all managed a great game mm-hmm. um I thought there's quite a few of them I thought Silva was decent I thought it was a lot of players just not hiding. I thought Tavernier was good tonight, even though he played deeper. I like this role. I do. I second know half. He, I thought going, second half. Yeah. The second half, Tav was good. I just think is I think it was yourself that said about his passing. I thought his passing mm-hmm. was really good. And really he's good. got that range in his passing, Carney. If we're playing that long ball, whether it's to McCausland or whether you switch it, he's got that range. And I quite like this kind of deeper role that he's playing sometimes under Clement. So there's quite a few sevens and eights, but John Lundstrom was the only man out himself. Uh, we are a nine out of ten for me because he was never hiding, constantly showing for the ball, constantly moving the ball, being positive, being aggressive on and off. He was brilliant tonight and uh, a driving force in that win. So he definitely deserves the plaudits this evening, especially from me, who said under a week ago that I wouldn't give him a new contract. We might revisit that in a few months' time if he keeps playing like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, John Lynch, the man of the match for me. I thought he was, I thought he was brilliant this evening. Superb, mate. Yeah, brilliant. A very pleasing night, and I say one that I thoroughly needed after today. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'm I'm delighted with what I've seen from Rangers tonight. Always good to do a nice, positive podcast, Ryan. Is it not, mate? No, thank you for joining me tonight, man. 
Yeah, thanks very much, mate. Uh, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed watching Rangers tonight, and when they play well like that, it's like a breath of fresh air. And I'm, do you know what? I'm not even bothered. I'm working tomorrow. That's how good um, it was to watch Rangers tonight, and I hope everybody enjoyed it as well. Yeah, as you say, you've got to enjoy it when your team plays well and get the three points. You have to, mate. You just have to. And we'll be back on... Thank you, first of all, for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back on Friday with Club Live, where yours truly, Ryan Haymarch, will be hosting. Um, his truly, Ryan Haymarch, will be will be hosting uh, as we look ahead to the game against Man on Saturday. So, yes, I hope you all enjoyed that as much as we did. And we'll speak to you all on Friday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.